levels. Joining me now from Mexico, though, is John Bonfiglio, who's Talk Radio's Latin American correspondent. Joins me now. John, good morning to you. Good morning. How are you? Yeah, very well. Thank you very much indeed for joining us here uh, once again on Talk Radio. So uh, what's the latest where you are? Um, the, the two big stories, I think, starting the year are the legalization of abortion in Argentina. And then more recently, something of a surprise. It, it was kind of predicted, but not in quite the way that it's manifested itself. Um, mass economic reform in in Cuba, which has meant that for the first time in 30 years, essentially, their, their two parallel currencies have become have become one. Um, the abortion in Argentina context is is important. Uh, because of Argentina in and of itself and the women's groups who've been campaigning there for for quite a number of years now um, in terms of moving it from being a legal issue to a to a public health issue, arguing that the estimated half a million women who are bought annually in Argentina deserve to be in, in, in charge of their own bodily functions. And, and, and I suppose uh, just, have just, just on that, in terms of Argentina's history, what, 65, 70% of the uh, population of Argentina are European by direct descent. Uh, as a result of that, uh, a very strong Roman Catholic presence. And, uh, and then, of course, that then leads on to why it is that abortion has not been legal until now. And, and that, I suppose, uh, historic uh, religious connection has driven a lot of uh, the country's um, uh, social policies. Absolutely. And that's why it's so important regionally as well, because it's not just Argentina that has I mean, the Pope is Argentinian, for instance. But um, but it's not just the, the country that has a Roman Catholic uh, widespread base and and faith system, but it's it's continent wide. And the fact that Argentina is the biggest uh, country and economy to date in the region to to legalize abortion. The only other two are Uruguay and, and Cuba, that are traditionally more progressive and much smaller, uh, is sending a big um, sign and ripples across across the continent and women's groups um, in other countries that have been demonstrating the same way as women groups in, in Argentina are absolutely going to be emboldened already in in the new Chilean constitution um, gender equality is being in, enshrined in the in, in what's about to be written let me ask you about the big story that is certainly here in terms of uh, the UK we're now in a third national lockdown what is the approach by South American countries to the virus, or is it a very different approach? They're largely fairly different country to country, but what all countries regionally kind of know is that they don't have the state-sponsored uh, national infrastructure to deal with it properly, whether that's in terms of policing, whether that's in terms of health systems. Largely, health systems here are highly fractured and privatised, and where there is a functioning uh, health system, it tends to be fairly poorly organized and poorly managed so um, on the whole even though there's been lockdowns and so on the actual interventionist aspect of um, the governmental policy has been fairly has been fairly hands-off it, it's not as though it could have really been uh, any other way and in terms of um, the changes in the US, um, is there, um, are people pleased, if you like, by the election result? Uh, is there going to be any impact in the way that South America, perhaps, uh, and its relationships, particularly with you and Mexico, uh, deals with the US? Or is that kind of a, a sideshow that uh, hasn't necessarily attracted much attention? No, I think, I think you're right. I think there is, um, there is a widespread belief that this is a, 
that this is a new game that's being put on the table, partly because it's not Donald Trump who, you know, who's had not just with Latin America, but with a number of other countries, a fairly uh, heavy presence um, with, with all of the countries in the region in terms of, you know, telling them what to do and, and impacting on, um, on regional policy and so on. But also because uh, governments here rec- remember Joe Biden as being a very hands-on VP under the Obama administration who made a record number of visits to Latin America. So he's kind of seen by uh, all sides of the political spectrum as somebody who is politically engaged, historically engaged, socially engaged with with the region. And so there is a general perspective that he is going to he is going to take um, the region on as, as an important um, topic to move forward. He's already said that it's important to that it's a priority to, to engage with the region and also that the U.S. must engage humbly with the region rather than browbeating them in terms of what what policies they need to bring about. And just finally to you, what's the uh, impact, I suppose, of, of what's been going on globally in terms of uh, the local economies uh, that you're uh, perhaps in, in touch with on the basis that, uh, of course, economies are interlinked around the world. But we've seen a huge amount of uh, disruption on the global economy. And that presumably um, uh, has manifested itself in probably quite a lot of uh, difficulties um, for various different businesses. Uh, absolutely. And it's 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 the it's the very beginning of this snowball effect that we're going to see here uh, for years and years. I mean, economists here are saying that if the U.S. takes, you know, for example, a few years to uh, to get back to get back to an to an even footing, that here it's probably going to be a, a generation. The statistic in uh, which jumped off the page for me most was that Peru, year on year, lost 40% of its of its GDP um, from midsummer last year to midsummer. Well, not this year, sorry, it's from midsummer 2019 to midsummer 2020. And although most figures are, are down on that, really, they're certainly between 10 and 10 and 20 percent. And the people who um, who can least afford to not go to work on a daily basis are the ones that are being most affected and, and, and are really struggling to, to to meet even the most basic needs that their that their family uh, requires. So that's going to manifest itself for sure in terms of a, a, a huge number of social problems across the region starting now and continuing on into the next few years certainly uh, thank you very much indeed uh, for bringing us up to date on the very latest that's john bonfiglio talk- an uh, american correspondent talking to me from mexico so next we turn our attention to the big